Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi there. I'm Steve Carney, Rays Insider for Tampa Bay Sports Radio 95.3 WDAE at AM620. I want to thank you for checking out today's episode of the Inside Pitch Podcast. This is our daily look at the Tampa Bay Rays and the news and the events that affect both the team and the rest of Major League Baseball. Do me a favor on whatever platform you're using to listen to today's show. Hit the subscribe button. It's free. It helps us help you never miss a day of the show. And if you're on iTunes, leave us a rating and a review and we can reach as many Rays fans as possible. Also, check out our social media platforms. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Inside Pitch Pod. And if you have a question for me, or if you have a question that you would like me to ask a player or a coach, because I can be your conduit, and you have some feedback, you want to let me know where you're listening to today's show from, shoot me an email. The email address is InsidePitchPod at gmail.com. The Inside Pitch Radio Show gets going an hour before first pitch, uh, before every Rays game, Monday through Saturday, and then two hours before every Sunday Rays game. Let's get today's show on the road. This is the Inside Pitch Podcast. Now your host, Steve Carney. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. Coming up on today's show, is it finally time to put netting all the way down both foul lines after an event that happened in Houston, I think it is that time, and I'll explain why coming up here in just a moment. But first, we will start with Wednesday evening's contest at the drop as the Rays looked for a three-game sweep of the Toronto Blue Jays. And uh, yeah, it was a, a weird kind of contest because with the reigning American League Cy Young Award winner Blake Snell going, you expect to have a strong outing, and he did for the most part, although it did not start out very strong, each of the first four batters of the game reaching via the hit, and uh, he was down 2 nothing three pitches in as he gave a base hit to Eric Sogard, and then on the very next pitch, uh, he gave up a two-run homer to Lourdes Gurriel Jr. So the Rays find themselves down 2 nothing, three pitches in and have to work to claw their way back into the contest. They do so with a uh, RBI single by Avisail Garcia and then a two-run double by Brandon Lau in the fifth that gave Tampa Bay the lead. But Jose Alvarado then had his struggles. Uh, a couple of hits allowed the... Blue Jays to tie the game and then Castillo would walk two batters and would leave with the bases loaded and nobody out and Kevin Cash had to turn to Hunter Wood to try and get off the hook and Woody doing a good job there uh, getting a double play and then a fly ball he gets out of that inning he would work two additional innings of relief as the Rays could not get the winning run across in the bottom of the ninth and then in the bottom of the 10th. 
Diego Castillo, uh, then uh, yeah, he get, he had a strategy that I was not a huge fan of, and that was to give up a leadoff double to Brandon Drury and then walk Danny Jansen in front of Vladimir Guerrero Jr., one of the hottest young players in all of baseball. Not what I would have done, but then he strikes out Guerrero, gets out of the inning, and that would set up the uh, the heroics at the bottom of the 11th as Tampa Bay would load the bases for Willie Adamas. The uh, Blue Jays go to the five-man infield, and Adamas ends up putting it over everybody's head and off the center field fence. It ends up being just a single because of how things are scored, and uh, the Rays do end up walking off with that victory. You know, for me, I, I think that you have to hear from manager Kevin Cash after this because uh, you could talk, you can talk to Blake, you can talk to Hunter Wood, you can talk to Adamas, but you're only going to get one side of the equation. The manager has every side, and so uh, uh, let's hear from manager Kevin Cash after Wednesday's contest. All right, Kevin, we'll start with the walk-off. Willie yeah. Adamas before that was 0 for 4 at the plate, but he turned it on to give you guys the walk-off. That must have been a welcome sight for him and you guys after 11 innings. Yeah, it, it was huge. Uh, you know, We left a lot of guys on base today, obviously, but uh, Willie came up and capitalized. The reason he got to that pitch was because how he laid off some tough pitches, you know, the first three, slider, slider, and then a fastball borderline down. He laid off of, didn't, you know, he was trying to get him to get a, hit a ground ball, obviously, with the five-man infield. Just a great at-bat by Willie. How appreciative are you of your pitchers specifically? I mean, obviously, Blake Snell besides the first inning, and then Hunter Wood and Diego come in. And yeah, uh, Woody's performance was probably the, the MVP of the, the night. Uh, the three innings of work that he provided, and then, you know, to ask a guy to come in, what was the bases loaded, no outs. Um, pretty, pretty impressive for him. You know, he's still a young pitcher, but kept his composure and made big pitch after big pitch, and the defense behind him made some great plays. Is there anything specifically that you saw from Jose that made you, that gave you the red flag to, make, to go get one? Yeah, he just wasn't getting it over the plate. I mean, I, I, I mean, I think it's fairly apparent that, you know, the strike throwing right now is not coming as easy for him right now. Uh, but trust that he's he's gonna get it fixed, and um, we'll get him right back out there. But uh, you know, Jose's so talented uh, with, with his his stuff that it's just it's pretty much as simple as just getting it over the white. And when he does that, we've seen him dominate. Uh, you look at his outings where he where there's some hiccups. It's generally due to a walk in there somewhere. No, we made an error. Error, yeah. Uh, error to lead off. Then kind of a blue pit. Um, what else, what else took place? Ricocheted off Avi's glove. Yeah. No, we, we didn't. Um, you know, when you get a guy that's out there and trying to find it a little bit, the biggest thing is getting that first out. And whatever we can, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't get that done. That was impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, he had the length. We were going to run him basically to his pitch count uh, until – unless we took a, took the lead. But we had other guys behind him. Stanek could have thrown. Oliver obviously was up. And Pagan said he was up, but we really wanted to stay away from him. Without a doubt. Yeah, I, I thought it was really, really impressive that he laid off the first two sliders. Um, and, 
you know, that, that, that's a big moment for Willie, big moment for us. But for him to go up there with that at bat uh, and not put himself in the hole right out of the gate is why he was able to get a pitch that he could handle and get it out deep to center. Chaz, Chaz is trending in the right direction. They're, they're, you know, we, we talked about it three weeks, a month ago. And we, you know, Kyle's done such a good job working with him. Stan's worked with him. Um, and Chaz to himself has is, is, is kind of stayed the course. I know that it hasn't come easy, but you look at what he's done the last three nights now, he, he's gotten some huge outs for us. And tonight, again, was just a bunch of big outs. Very. I mean, we've seen the pitch kind of. A lot of people have talked about it. it's kind of gone viral. Whatever. It's one of those, you know, one of the nastier pitches you see in in baseball. He starts that slider behind a right-hand hitter and it gets in the zone. And this is after five times of having chances to sweep at a sweep a series at home. You finally do get one. How nice is that? That's good. Uh, we, we you know we need we wanted to, to win. We put ourselves in a situation to do that. We were talking about it before the game in the dugout. Find a way to win the game and. Um, it was definitely got a little sketchy there for a while, but um, just impressed with the overall composure of our pitchers getting through some some tough jams and the defense supporting behind them. When you guys have a chance in the ninth, tenth. Do you think that builds momentum, or does it get frustrating for the hitters? You probably got to ask them. It gets frustrating for me. <laughs> <laughs> Go ask them if it builds their momentum. If it does, we got to come up with a different way. <laughs> And as you heard me ask him, uh, it was the fifth time that the Rays had a chance to sweep a series at home, which is ridiculous. Uh, but the first four did not go their way with Colorado, with Baltimore, with Kansas City, and with the Arizona Diamondbacks. But they finally get the job done. Charlie Montoyo and crew end up leaving uh, angry because uh, they get nothing here in St. Petersburg and like it. But we've got another huge series that will begin tonight as the American League Central leading Minnesota Twins with the best record in the American League uh, come to town with our old friend Rocco Baldelli and Jake Odorizzi and CJ Crone. We'll see all of those guys here over the weekend. So it should be an interesting and a fun weekend of baseball here at Tropicana Field as two of the best teams in the majors will clash. And uh, hopefully we'll see some extra fans, especially with uh, the school years being done in Pinellas and Hillsborough County. So uh, hopefully uh, we can put any talk of low uh, attendances for this weekend to bed. We'll see what happens. And finally today, Major League Baseball needs to help their fans be safer at the ballpark as we saw just an absolutely horrible incident take place at Minute Maid Park in Houston in a game between the Astros and the Cubs as Albert Almora Jr. Uh, line drive ended up hitting uh, a young girl and uh, she had to be taken away uh, to receive medical attention uh, and you could tell that Almora who has two small children himself uh was definitely devastated to uh, see the event unfold. Uh, you know, the the girl was not uh, not paying attention, but that baseball was going so quickly, and she was sitting just on the outside of the protective netting that extends already 
to the far end of both dugouts. So Jeff Passan of ESPN has a column uh, today uh, asking, when will Major League Baseball do the right thing? And by the right thing, we mean extend the protective netting from beyond the far end of the dugout all the way to each foul pole. And, and I ha- I tend to agree with him. I don't have any children, but uh, I can only imagine that, you know, the way that the game is played nowadays, you know, there's a lot more uh, hard-hit baseballs in uh, Major League Baseball in the last five years than there were back in, you know, the 80s or, or the 70s. You don't see as much bunting. Uh, you know, everybody is trying to hit the ball 500 feet, and to do so, you've got to generate a whole lot of power. And I think that it is time for the protective netting to go all the way to the foul pole. And people may say, oh, but I I can't see through the netting because uh, I want to be able to see the the game. Well, if you want to be able to see the game without a net, you should go into the outfield and because that way you have the most amount of time to prepare yourself for when something that's going 100 miles an hour plus comes into the stands. I think that the netting does need to go to the fu- to the foul poles on each side. They do it in Japan already. You don't want to wait for a little girl or a little boy to die uh, after being hit by a baseball to do this. Be proactive and show the fans that you really do care about them and it's not about just trying to get their money. Extend the netting and do it this weekend if you can. That'll do it for today's show. It's a short one today as the Rays will welcome the Minnesota Twins to Tropicana Field. Uh, Again, it will be Charlie Morton taking on Martin Perez. Uh, It is a 7-10 first pitch, and we get going on WDAE with the inside pitch at 6 o'clock. Make sure that you subscribe to the Inside Pitch Podcast so you never miss a day of the best raised talk out there. Also, make sure that you check out our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram feeds at Inside Pitch Pod and email me, InsidePitchPod at gmail.com. I'm Steve Carney. Thanks again so much for joining us on the Inside Pitch Podcast. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.